Hey, welcome to the Tradies Success Podcast. If you're loving the podcast, we'd love to help you start, scale, or automate your tradie business. We help everyone from startup all the way up to $1 million plus months, and would love to be able to help you too. So click the link in the show notes if you're interested in getting some support and joining an epic community of legends in the academy. We'd also appreciate if you're loving the podcast to leave a review. It helps us reach more people and help more tradies like you run successful businesses. All right, let's get into it. Hello and welcome to the Trading Success Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Alice Boyd, one of our amazing coaches at the Academy. And we're going to talk around three overlooked opportunities, opportunity creators that exist within your business. Uh, We're going to talk three different topics here. One is join a club or a community group. One is go on holiday. And one is do something for nothing. Alice, three very different spaces. Yeah, where would you like to start? Yeah, let's, um, I'd love to talk about joining a community group or some sort of social club that you're going to be able to really easily fit into um, and get really involved with. Love it. Uh, I've got so many examples here of guys in our programs that do extraordinarily well out of community groups and sporting clubs. I recall um, one of our members was at, at a bit of a crossroads and um you're starting his business. Obviously, when you start a business, there's a lot of sacrifices that you have to make around your time and and your you know your hobbies and things like that. You don't have as much time or space to to really enjoy those hobbies like you would beforehand. And it was at a point where he was like, "Oh, look, I won't be able to play footy this year. I've just started my business. Um, I'm going to have to you know give footy a miss while I really focus on getting my business up and off the ground and really really firing along." And Footy season came around and his club reached out to him. He's like, oh, man, are you sure you're not going to play? Like, we're really short on numbers. And he was like, oh, yeah, okay, well, I'll, I'll go around one more time. And the decision there to, to go and play footy for that season in his first year of business proved to be really, really important. Uh, to this day, 80% of his work has come through networks connected to the footy club. And all three of his staff have an affiliation with the footy club. So he's got all of his staff and next to all of his business through the networking opportunity at the footy club. And he very nearly chose to walk away from that space and how different business would have been if he did. Yeah. So that's a, that's a great example of, you know, prioritizing those things that not only bring us joy in life, and, and give us a, a real zest for life, but also expose us to, to networking opportunities. Yeah, Not everything has to be about business, but in those sporting clubs, the community groups and things like that, there's a lot of people that you meet. And the more people that you meet, the more chance there is of creating connections and networking chances. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is a really important area to make some time for and get really involved with because of course whenever we're trying to uh, whenever we're trying to find new leads and find more work in our business it's really important to be able to build relationships with different people and it's so easy to be able to do this in a space where you feel comfortable and you're able to connect with like-minded people Um, Something that's quite difficult in sales and lead generation in general, um, say when you are approaching different businesses or different people in like that cold kind of setting um, where you you have no relationship with them whatsoever. 
it's a it's a space that there's lots of opportunities and that's great and we we do a lot of work with this in our program but it's a difficult space to crack at times when you don't feel comfortable and you haven't uh, you haven't had the opportunity to be able to build a relationship and a common ground with them. Whereas if you're putting yourself into something that you love, you enjoy, it's really easy to make friends, right? It's yeah. really easy to build those relationships and it's a lot more natural. So it comes quite easily. So, and and that, that support that people give you when you are friends with them, when you have things in common, when um, you share that common interest, it's like that camaraderie and people want to help you. People want to support you. So they're going to go to your, you and your business before they prioritize, you know, jumping on Google or whatever it might be. Love that. Yeah. It's, um, I guess my three tips. Yeah. Three spaces where I've seen this work incredibly well would be that sporting clubs. Yeah. So footy, cricket, things like that. I know a number of guys that have done extraordinarily well for their business out of the networks that they form there. Uh, another one that I know works really well is, um, is faith and uh, churches, groups in around your faith. Um, I know guys that have done extraordinarily well through that community. Those communities are, are, are always looking to support from within. Yeah, so given the opportunity to use a particular contractor in that space that is part of their, their, their community in there, will we'll drive a lot of business. We'll drive a lot of business your way. They're always looking to look after each other. Um, if you want a more business-tailored one, you can look at some groups in and around business like BNI and things like that. But I think um, really use this as a, as a, as a double, uh, double win, a win-win scenario because you can do something that, you're, that brings you a lot of joy in life that also exposes you to a great network. Yeah, so look for that opportunity as opposed to just focusing down that business pathway. Alice, what about you? Where would you find, what would you, what would you tip people? Where would you go? If someone asked you, oh, look, I, I need to get more involved with my community, where would you suggest they go? I would suggest that people think around what are those things and those activities that you enjoy doing that you really do feel passionate about or you, um, you have a great time doing that maybe you've been pushing to the side a little bit because as we all know, business gets um, so busy and it's really easy to not prioritize the fun for ourselves um, because I think that it's important to have a genuine interest in it. So I would say, think about the things that you like doing. Think about the things that do have that nice social element to it. Sport is probably all the way is the one that I gravitate towards because that it's just something that I enjoy doing. But there are so many different um, groups out there. If anything, jump on Facebook. There are there are local hiking groups. There are local outdoorsy sort of activities groups. Um, people get really involved in community groups when it comes to, yeah, based around maybe their family and their kids, that sort of thing. Really great opportunity to be able to take yourself out of your comfort zone um, and meet some people that you might not have come across in the past. Awesome. That might lead really well into another one of our points because part of those groups that you can find or you can, re you can really um, connect with are those volunteer associations, yeah, volunteer organizations. It could be the Royal Fire Service or something like that. It could be your local Vinnies, all of those sorts of um, those charitable spaces. It could be land care if you're passionate about cleaning up the place, yeah. So there's um, a whole heap of different volunteer space there. And that leads us into do something for nothing, which is another way to really create a great, powerful um, impact within the community. I might just talk briefly about some success that we had with this. Um, we were presented an opportunity. We were asked to quote some, some work for a, for a local charity. 
And I went out there and I looked at the works they were required. And what they were looking to do is they were looking to um, open up a, a, a hairdressing salon within their within their facility. At the moment, they had an op shop and, you know, sort of food bank set up for underprivileged people. And um, they were looking to, to add a, a, a hairdressing wing to that where people who are, you know, having a hard time of it could come and get a really nice haircut and feel good about themselves. So I looked at the works involved, you know, it wasn't overly complicated. There was a bit in it, but I just didn't feel right, you know, um, quoting and, and charging in that space. So I put it to our team and, you know, the, the business supported um, in supply of materials and our team absolutely blew me away. I said, look, this is what I'm planning on doing. We're going to donate the materials. I'm going to donate my time. Um, and if anyone's interested, I'd love to lo love to get some help. But obviously, on the weekends, you know, everyone's got stuff to do. So if you can't make it, totally understand. And we had every single one of our team rock up that day. And we knocked it out in a couple of hours. It was full of um, positivity, people helping people. And um, we did that you know, not, not for any, any real gain, but just because we felt it was the right thing to do. And off the back of that, a couple of weeks down the track from that, we had the, the, the local newspaper call us and they said, oh, look, we've, um, we're doing a feature on this particular charity. And they said, you were wonderful in helping them out and helping this, getting this hairdressing uh, wings set up. And that was great public exposure for us, for our business. It, it really um, painted ourselves in, in, with the virtues that we try to uphold uh, in all aspects of business. Yeah. So something that at the time, you know, we did with very little uh, vision into the future ended up being extremely powerful for our, for our, our public presence. But then also we picked up that, that charity as a client that they've grown and, and gone on to massive big things. And we've done tens of thousands of dollars of paid work off the back of that. Yeah. So that first little, um, gesture, our ability to show someone who we are at, at, at our core values has then led into a great working relationship into the future and also great publicity and, and, and great exposure in the community. Yeah, absolutely. I really love that story. I think that this um, almost similar to the joining a, a group, a sporting club, a community group, whatever it might be. Um, I do see this as while it is really genuine to yeah give it give a hand and help out um, in different spaces where you can and something that you believe in and that you would like to contribute to at the end of the day this is also a really nice networking opportunity um i actually got a job this is um oh, maybe a while ago now maybe eight or nine years ago i actually got a job um from some volunteer work that i was doing and i met someone who was in this um, also a volunteer in that same space we clicked really well and uh, when I was seeking work, I ended up um, giving her a call and she got me in for an interview and I got the job and I worked there for a really long time. So again, just building these relationships, um, it's the same sort of thing in terms of, you know, when, when you do good work for someone, if you do something for nothing, people remember that and people hold that quite close to their heart. Um, people remember your name and they're more likely to refer you and introduce you to other people and um, that the networking that you've space that you've built they're more likely to help you to build on that even further so i think that 
it's a really great area to one, find something that does mean something to you, um, but also give someone a hand because you never know where it can go. Yeah, I think that's, I guess um, it's important in our business podcast that we, that we, ref, uh, that we, you know, iron out any creases here. We're, we're definitely not saying go around and do work for free for everyone. Yeah. Um, but if the opportunity arises where you have the ability to, you know, put your, your time to, to use and, and help someone out at, at no cost, then, you know, that you'd be amazed at how far that ripple effect can carry on throughout business into the future. So I guess always looking for the opportunity to, to give and give of your skill set as well. I think a lot of people miss or, or very, very much undervalue their skill set. So for me, I'm an electrician and, um, you know, that's a skill set that's, you know, in demand. And so if I can help a, you know, an organization, a not-for-profit or a charity with my skill set, then that's probably more valuable than, my, than a, you know, just my time that's misused or, or not tailored into my, my individual skill set. So look to connect that skill set because what that does is that connects the dots with those people that you're helping that this is what you do for a living. This is what you do day in, day out. And therefore, they've, they've got that awareness of how they could potentially refer you and recommend you into the future. Whereas if I just start, turned up and said, yeah, look, I'm, I'm here to help. I'll just do whatever you need me to do. I can clean this. I can do that. That's very giving and, and very helpful. But if you can give in your skill set, then people will align that skill set with other people that they encounter in the future. And you'll be front of mind because you gave of that of that to, to an organization, not-for-profit or charity or something like that previously. Uh, I think this is a nice space to think as well around if, you are having a slightly slower week um, or maybe some of the leads that normally come through are just a little bit slow. Um, it can be a great time to really think about where's somewhere, where, who's someone I can give a call and see if there's any opportunities that I can help them out. Um, that could be, of course, something like in the charitable space. It could also be, you know, a, a friend's mother or a friend's father, someone who's maybe a little bit elderly, someone who um, you are quite aware might not have say the financial um, freedom to get a lot of work done where your your skill set can fit in I think that um, again we don't want to be doing things for free in, in all the time in business but if you're having a really quiet week you never know how much it means to someone to be able to just help them out good stuff all right uh, and our final point in the three overlooked opportunity creators in your business is to go on holidays it's amazing what that space away from the, you know, from the machine that is business will do to you, the clarity of your thought. It's very hard for you to sometimes see solutions or, or even see problems while you're at the coalface and you're just working away, just grinding that machine, getting it moving forward. So giving yourself that space is, is really important. And I see it a lot with, um, with the guys that are new to business and, I noticed it, um, especially in the last couple of years around the Christmas break period, the guys that are new to business, holidays change. Yeah, once, you, once you're a business owner, you don't go on holidays like you were when you were an employee. You don't switch off. You don't get completely away from business. And people really struggle to adapt to that. Yeah, they're like, oh, holidays aren't what they used to be. And that's, that's the way it's going to be. Yeah, for you to completely disconnect and not think about business, 
you know, that's going to be very, very difficult for someone who's an entrepreneur business owner. Yeah, it's your passion. Yeah, so don't try and beat those thoughts away. Just give them a nice creative space to, for you to be able to think in a positive light around them as opposed to a burdening you know, weight around thinking about your business. But that holiday space where you can't actually action anything because you're on holidays, but you've got the time to think and you've got the time to look at different scenarios can really present wonderful solutions to problems or even help identify some problems that you might have missed. I know that um, Greg and myself, we used to run a bit of a challenge as to like, you know, how much change we could implement off the back of a holiday. Yeah, we would, either of us would go on holidays and we would come back and we would be full of ideas. Like, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. Yeah, so it's just that, that space to be able to recharge and see the, see the vision there. Plus, you, you come back to work, you know, um, recharge, revitalize, and, and really itching to try new things. Whereas if that period of grind has been too long, then that, that drill drive and that embracing of new ideas and new concepts and new things can sometimes get harder and harder and harder. But with that little bit of a break that a holiday brings, you can really come back really amped up about change and, and embracing new things. What do you think, Alice? I think that uh, for one thing, burnout can be very real and avoiding that is so important. Um, it's really easy for us to say, you know, take a holiday, but genuinely without taking small, even if they are smaller um incremental breaks that's okay but having some form of a break and some rest it really um, helps to be able to move you through these kind of more difficult times in business um, something that I found when I was experiencing a little bit of burnout and I hadn't taken a holiday for a while was that my decision making skills were really suffering um, I wasn't able to quickly problem solve and I would get stuck in these almost like frozen rut feelings where it's like I had decision fatigue and uh, the only thing that kind of helped me there was to actually take you know I think I took four or five days off um, work where I was able to just wind down and you know do a lot of reading and genuinely rest um, which I, I came back refreshed and was able to make some tougher decisions during a bit of a difficult time in business and I'll, I'll really never forget that I really hold on to that um that need to sometimes have a break when things get a bit crazy. Um, I think it's also really important, like you, you mentioned the creative side there, Kirk, about all these really cool ideas that come about um, when you do go on business. I actually, I, I'm someone who I really love to read and going on business, uh, sorry, going on holiday for me is like reading time. And I find it a great time to be able to, you know, really get involved in a book where first of all it could be a business book but it could it might not be yeah I've read some really um, inspiring memoirs that had nothing to do with business but I found that when I did a big deep dive when I was on holiday um, that you know rock climbing story that I read or I read this really great educational um, super exciting story from someone who took themselves through university all this sort of stuff I found it really got me inspired and motivated in my own business and my own journey, even though the story was quite different to what I was going through. And again, think that doesn't happen from not having that space and that time and that a uh, little bit of re relaxation and you know, space to be able to get creative and get thinking and have some reflection time. 
Yeah, that's it. And it's so hard to sometimes see that you you need that holiday, especially when it's busy. People are always like, oh, I'll just get through this project. But when that project finishes, another one starts. Or I'll get through this really hectic month. But when that hectic month stops, finishes, you know, we're into another hectic month. So it's it's really important that you're proactive around this. And, you know, you have that shining light. You have that thing to look forward to. And you have that opportunity to, to really revitalize your, your passion. Yeah, because the longer you exist in that in that machine without a break, yet yeah, like you said at the start, the the risk of burnout starts to really amplify. And if you burn out, the it's a hell of a lot harder to bounce out of burnout than it is to prevent burnout in the first place. I think as well, it's important to remember that we need to enjoy the ride of business. It's really stressful. It's really hard. Um, like you said, you can finish one project, but then there's going to be another huge thing to do that the work never stops and there's always something bigger to be working on and something to be improving and something to be um, putting a lot of your energy into. And so it's quite easy to become, first of all, burnt out, but a little bit bitter if we look back and think, I haven't taken a holiday for three years. Is this yeah. even worth it? Like, what am I yeah. doing? So you start to get those sort of questions around, I, I don't know if I want to be doing this anymore, but whereas having a nice break and actually having a holiday, enjoying the ride and realizing, yeah, this is what I'm doing it for because I was able to take my family away to a a nice destination. I was able to, you know, do this really exciting experience and I could switch off and enjoy it. Yes. Business is hard, but you know what? I'm going to go back and I'm going to feel refreshed. I'm going to actually throw myself back into growing the business and uh, yeah, enjoy, enjoy things again, you know? Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, guys, uh, that sort of brings us to the end of our, our three overlooked opportunity creators within your business. Hopefully that sparked a little bit of a thought uh, in there around where you could, you know, maybe make some subtle tweaks and improvements to get the most out of your business with really, really quite minimal deliberate focus there. Yeah, it should, they're, very, um, they're very much part of life, but using life to to really drive you forward and then um i guess i just to just to finish off yeah we want to be able to educate you guys around what we're here for yeah so here at the academy we've got three levels of our program we've got our mastermind um then we've got our incubator program alice and i curate a 12-week uh crash course there in in all things business and we look to progress you and bring your your business acumen up to a certain level and prepare you for our peak performance program which is where we really dive in on that that more intimate pathway we help you identify what is your critical next steps and make sure that we hold you accountable to achieving the potential that you have within your business so if you're interested guys we'll, um, we'll have a link in the show notes to check out some of our programs um look forward to hearing from you until next time thanks alice we'll catch you then cheers So if you're loving the podcast, please share with your friends, anyone that's thinking about starting a tradie business or got a large tradie business. We help everyone from startup all the way up to million dollar plus months. We'd love to help you too. And lastly, it would mean a lot if you could leave a review on the player that you're listening to this on. It helps us get out there and help more tradies in business perform better and create better lives for themselves. 